showed like it's at like six i wonder why it's so loud um thank you for letting me know um i almost didn't get to see it i was trying to watch it because i have amazon so i thought i'll watch it through amazon oh it'll be easy since i'm all set up there right oh no it just wouldn't play every time it took my money of course it took my money to rent it um but every time it, it got right to the fbi warning and then it would kick me out and um so then i finally had to call them and say give me my money back and i went through youtube and did it through youtube and was able to figure out how to put it on my tv and um watch it so yeah that was fun um so we're gonna get to that for a minute but with weather today it's wednesday august 23rd um here in denver it is um 63 sunny high of 91 um and you probably didn't hear me i don't know if you did um earlier um bam bam uh it's raining out there heavily where you're at. At least that's what it showed on when I was looking up your weather. It said that heavy rain um, and it's expected throughout the day um, and you'll get to high of 72. So lots of rain there for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. For BP, I'm in Elwood, Pennsylvania. Um, it is uh, 63, mostly cloudy. Bring your umbrella. It says it's going to rain. 77 on this humid day. I like it when it's, oh, he is, it is pouring out. Oh, okay. See? Um, yeah. And then Yancey, oh my gosh. I, I was talking to this girl about this yesterday because we were just like, I had no idea. It was so in Kansas. And she said, I know Nebraska is the same way. And I'm like, I don't know why. I just always thought humidity was like more in the South. But no, no, no. Um, and they're hot too. So um, when I checked the weather at 6:30, it was already 83. Um, sunny and high of 101 with humidity of 80%, I believe it said. So yeah, 80%. Oh, yay. Yeah. 
Ka-ching, it worked. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Golly, that's that's just on top of it. And I know Canada, you guys deal with that too. It's just, it feels to me, the only way I could describe it would be thick. The air is thick. When I went back to Alabama, I mean, they have humidity. Honestly, didn't check to see how much humidity was going on, but it didn't feel that horrible. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? I need to just be inside. It didn't feel like that at all to me. Um, so uh, yeah, it's crazy that you guys got it that bad. So, and then um, for Phoenix, Arizona, let's see, 82 and clear, mostly sunny skies, high of 106 still up there. And then for my friend, Hanny J, 72 and clear, expect sunny skies, high of 94. So um, yeah, that's just crazy. <clears throat> Hi, um, Vinegarzy. Welcome. <clears throat> Before I get into my word of the day, I'm going to let out a little anger real quick. Um, we just recently had a Medina alert here um, where I live, uh, in the town I live too. Um, and the Walmart that we shop at, I guess, um, if you don't know what a Medina alert is, it's when someone is killed. Um, I, I don't know the whole thing. I know it was named after somebody. I think it was somebody. This person that was just killed was walking across the street in a crosswalk um, and a car hit them. And the car was two suspects that had just robbed, um, shoplifted at the local Walmart. And um, the cops were them, but they got away from the police. And the report that they, the police actually had to turn around to try to get to them. Um, and by that time, these two individuals, black male and female, um, were, gosh, I would say from where, where when they hit him and where the police say they were at the time, they weren't even very close at all. These guys were away. And there's so many cars on this street. It's just insane. It just makes me so mad that these... <sighs> scum of the earth. These just low life people that just have no, and I, I would hate to even know what the hell they stole at the store that was so important to kill somebody. You know what I mean? And I just don't get it. I don't get it. And the other thing I don't understand is if they have the license plate of the vehicle, don't they have the name of the, unless the car's stolen, wouldn't they have the owner's name? Wouldn't they go right to that person? I don't understand why they never say that because they always put out there the make, the model, and the license plate. So if they have a license plate, you know what I mean? I don't go, I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway, um, if you're in Colorado, they are looking for, um, uh, like I said, it was a black male and female passenger was the female 2005 white Chevy Monte Carlo with license plate A as in Apple W as in war R as in wrong S as in save three nine. So they're looking for that um, vehicle. It says there was a cracked windshield and front end damage um, and uh, deployed uh airbag on the passenger side of the vehicle. So yeah, if you're out here and you see that vehicle, don't try to be a hero. 
because they've already killed one person. Just call the police. Um, yeah, that's the other thing too. God. Oh, oh. All right. I'm going to move on. Moving on to, um, a little bit of encouragement, um, in this world of hate. So here we go. We're going to talk about, um, and I wanted to play music, but it's really loud, I guess. So I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> All right. So the word um, of the day is disappointment. Sadness or displeasure caused by a non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Um, and there's a couple of quote of the days that I have to go with that. It is how you handle your disappointments that defines you as a person. If you get up after you fall or just lay there in defeat, your choice. Um, the second one, um, one's best success comes after the greatest disappointments. And that's by Henry Ward Beecher. And that is so true. That is so, so, so true. Um, so you learn. You are, I should say, you should learn from um, your disappointments and failures in life. Um, first of all, I am not an expert at all in relationships, but I have had some really good and really bad friends. Um, no, I'm not going, well, some of them, I would say acquaintances, um, human relationships are complicated. Sometimes they don't work out as planned. Sometimes they're only around for a season and that's okay. The most obvious reason why people are disappointing is that some people just suck <laughs> plain and simple. I wish I could say that people are generally decent and kind, but those types of humans are very, very hard to find. So if you are blessed with one in your life, cherish that relationship. If it feels like someone in your life is letting you down all the time, it may be that they are not a good person, but in, you need to just kind of weigh it out. It depends on if it's a one-time thing or something that happens over and over and over again. You'll know. Um, but put up some boundaries. Protect your peace. Um, I wish somebody would have taught I, they should teach you that earlier, not to just settle for relationships, even friendships, because you might be lonely just to fit in. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times in the long run, it's more harmful for your relationship than it is at your peace than it is good. So protect your peace. If it continues the bad behavior, you might need to avoid them altogether. Some people are just not good and there's nothing we can do about it at So um, try not to be disappointed in your future relationships with others. We need to know what we want out of a relationship in the people that we surround ourselves with. And, um, and see if they're even willing to give that to us. You know what I mean? Because that's another clue that you're around the wrong people because there's always somebody that will fulfill those wants and needs that you want. You know what I mean? And you're going to have to do the same for them. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. So, so like I said, if they aren't move on, um, you do not want to give too much control to the outside world then we will never be able to find satisfaction and it will be effortless for people to disappoint us. So know what you want and do not settle. If you seem to be coping with more than your frustration and disappointment, check your focus for, the for a minute. Are you only seeing the gaps and negatives um, or are you also acknowledging the good that is coming your way? Um, because there is good, you just gotta look for it sometimes. 
Um, that doesn't mean that we will get what we want every time. Life doesn't work that way. However, coming to a place of acceptance gives us a strength and peace to deal with whatever outcome we receive, whether desired or not, and the ability to move forward rather than get stuck in the adversity. We all live with circumstances that are not ideal, but life is too short to live in frustration that things are not the way we want them to be. There are more important, excuse me, there are important jewels you can discover in the midst of adversity. Reward you for the rest of your life. You are strong enough to embrace reality and perform the tasks that you transform disappointment into contentment and positive outcomes. So you got this. I believe in you guys. You got this. You got this. So there you go. Your word of the day. Now we're going to get into the fun stuff. There's so much to go over with this movie. Oh my gosh. Um, lots of music, uh, lots and lots of actors and actresses. Oh my gosh. Every single face. It seemed like, who's that face? I know that face, but they were so young. Um, and then, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I had no idea that that's where it all started. Bam. It all started right there. So. I have a couple of jokes of the day and then we'll get into, I have some trivia um, about the movie. Um, um, I don't know how many in the chat have seen the movie Dazed and Confused, <coughs> but we can go over those too. All right. So your joke of the day is what happens when a frog's car breaks down? Anybody know this one? A frog's car breaks down. It gets towed like a toad, a toad, toad. <laughs> oh, jump started. That's a good one. That's a, they should have had another one there. That's a good one there, Yancey. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good. All right. So for the movie Dazed and Confused, um, wow, it started, it was released in 1993. Um, Rich Linklater was the, um, he's the one who made it, uh, Dazed and Confused has gone and it's a cultural landmark. The film features a large, um, cast of actors who would later become stars, including Jason London, Ben Affleck, and you're right, Tuttles. Oh my gosh. I don't like him now. Hi, <laughs> short bands, Robert. Um, not that I was like a huge fan of his, you know, but, oh man. And what did they pour all over him? Paint? Was that paint? I hope it was paint. Oh, I can't stand that. Oh man. All right. And Mila Ayanovich, Cole Heiser, Posey, Adam Goldberg. God, I couldn't think of his name when, when he was acting. I could, I'm like, what is his name? Matthew McConaughey, of course, Nikki Cat, Joey, um, Lauren Adams, and that is a woman, and Rory Cochran, uh, to name a few. Um, the plot follows and exploits um, of several teenagers during the last days of school in a 1976 Austin, Texas. So I have some trivia. Oh, it was paint. Oh, I was hoping so because then he had to get in his car with paint all over him. I was hoping so. Man, he is just 
the biggest jerk. Holy moly, he was the biggest jerk. All right, so we're going to do some trivia, and then I have um, some facts too. Uh, so the first trivia question we have on the movie Dazed and Confused um, is what was, who remembers this? I, what was the name of Pink's girlfriend? And I don't even know how many times they said that. I don't remember her name being said that often. I think this is a hard one. All right. Well, the name was Simone. Simone was uh, his girlfriend. Um, even though he was kissing that other girl at the bong party. Uh, let's see. Where does Randy get his name from? Hmm, Randy. Randy. I'll give you a hint. Well, where does it? What? I, I guess they're, yeah, well, maybe I can give you. Yes. Um, Pink Floyd. Yes. Yes, Bam Bam, you got it. I was going to say it was a band, but then you probably get it. Pink Floyd, that is correct. Um, so what does Slater say he never gets? Slater says he never gets this. <laughs> and it's nothing dirty either. <laughs> he never gets shot again. He always, he, cause he's always stoned and he is always wanting to go get shotgun. Um, there was some errors and I don't know if you guys have ever seen these in the movie. So there is one error during one of the scenes. It says you see a guy on a motorcycle wearing a misfits jacket. The movie takes place in 1976, but the misfits didn't form until 1977. So um, I wish I would have known that before I saw the movie. So I could have looked for it. But um, and another, you remember that scene? And so here's another one. It says this is a uh, the vis a visible crew and equipment. Like you can see the crew and equipment. It says during the grab and go stop, Pickford, Dawn and Pink and Mitch are at the GTO. Pitchfork is the first to climb out of the car. If you look closely, you can see the crew in the reflection of the door. This happens not once, but twice when Don and Mitch return with the beer. So I guess you can see the crew and the equipment um, in the door. Uh, let's see. Another error was um, when they were initiating the freshman girls after school in the parking lot, you can see a red mid seventies firebird with red Camaro Z 28 wheels that did not come out until the eighties. The film is set in 1976. So there you go. So those were some of the errors. So some of the facts about the movie and I'll have to watch the time because there's a lot of songs. Let me see how many songs I have today. Oh, there's only 14 today. Let's see. Uh, every They were talking about everybody auditioned for this movie. Hi, Mike. How are you? Meow. 
There was quite an industry buzz about Dazed and Confused. The world was out about talent young director, a talented young director in Texas who was making a film, a love letter to the high school experience in the 70s, and agents sent out some of their best young talent in the early 90s. Ashley Judd, Vince Vaughn, Renee Zilberger, Claire Danes, all auditioned for roles that eventually went to others. Vince Vaughn read for a couple of roles and might have been, he was um, trying to get the Ben Affleck um, part, but um, he didn't get it. Um, and, and I could, you know what, to be honest with you, I couldn't, I can't see anybody but Ben Affleck playing that now that I see it. I can't see this guy um, doing that. Um, Claire Danes was deemed too classy to portray Sabrina. Then she went on to book my so-called life, it says. Um, Renee, Renee Zilweger was eventually casted in a non-speaking role. Um, she It says that she was part of the freshman hazing. But I also read that when the guys are leaning up against the wall and um, talking to... Uh, when, um, I can't remember his name, Matthew McConaughey's actor, I, I can't remember his name, when he's like talking about, yeah, he works for the city, blah, 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 and a girl walks in front of him and she's got um, a red and blue striped shirt on, um, that's Renee Zilreger when she walks right in front of him, that's her. Um, so that was her part that she got. Yes. Oh, wait. Oh, Wooderson. Wooderson. Thank you. Um, let's see. Top Nodgeburger is genuine Austin, Texas hamburger drive-in that has been a local staple since 1971. The owner who took over the restaurant um, from his father decades ago passed away in 2008, leaving the business without marketable leadership. Taught Notch closed for a short while, but reopened in 2009 and has become a beloved local hangout and growing tourist trap. The drive-in style burger joint is famous for cooking their burgers over charcoal and serving fries and shakes delivered by car hops. In addition to serving as a set for the 1993 Dazed and Confused, um, it was also been in 1999 high school uh, football flick, Varsity Blues. Um, yeah, I had, <laughs> I had this <clears throat> other website that had great information and I'm reading all of it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is great. This is perfect for the show tomorrow. And then I got to the last question and it said, bam, you can only read this once. If you want to read it again, you have to pay. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh. So then I found this one. So it's not the same. And I was so mad. Dang websites. Um, so, uh, some facts about the hot, the cars in the movie. It says, how did um, Rink Letter get his hands on such hot rods, American muscles from Dazed and Confused? Um, no, that's not a reference. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. They're just talking. Let's see. Nah, it's a reference to young man Matthew McConaughey and Ben Affleck. It means American automotive machinery. Oh, my gosh. Um Sean Andrews Pitchford rolled in on a classic 1970s Pontiac GTO. Um, Judge 
Then Ben Affleck, O'Banion, O'Banion thrashed in in a 1972 Plymouth Duster 340 in Primer Gray, perfect for his character. And Matthew McConaughey, Wooderson, sported the Black Beauty in 1970 Chevrolet Chevelle SS. Nikki Cat, the ass-kicking, beer-drinking pothead, Clint, um, boasted a late model relative to 1976 Pontiac Firebird he refers to as White Lightning. Let's see what this says. It says, a 1974 or 1975, judging by the short glimpse of the cars throughout, there were other great cars from the era for Broncos, VW Beatles, and several Texas trucks, all lending to the nostalgia. Um, this, this one kind of was like, wow, Pitchford and Michelle eloped. Now those are the two, the guy that was going to have the party when his parents were leaving and his girlfriend. And I'm like, who is that girl? Those eyes. I know that girl. Um, they actually, um, (laughs) enjoyed the on-screen romance so much that they, um, went and eloped. They got the the two actors hopped to Vegas during the filming, presuming presumably on a day off it says and got married or so that goes the legend um it says that she was only 16 years old and her mom was mad hi lizzie how are you hi tolan um so she got it um annulled the mom got it annulled because of her age um so yeah those two got married and i couldn't remember what the heck she was in um where is her name? Oh, Mila Yonovich. Was it like a um, a cop series or something on TV? A television cop series, I thought. Um, and then I thought she she looked like a model. So hi, 4Q. How are you? Um, yeah, Mila Yonovich. And then it says that the the song when they were at Mila Yonovich and her original song um, when they were at. I'm trying to go through here. Um, it was at the beer bong, I believe. Yeah, party at the Moon Tower. During the party, Mila Michelle is the character she plays, is heard singing and playing a song on guitar. Like really quickly, it happens. Um, yes, it is actually Mila playing and singing in the song. It is titled The Alien Song. <laughs> So this was released a year after Dazed and Confused on her solo album, The Divine Comedy. The young Mila um, was a mystery at the time. She had done a few acting roles and enjoyed several modeling gigs. Um, Okay, so she was a model, but there was no internet. So no way to learn more about this gal, it said. There was debates relating on the puns, excuse me, pronunciation of her name that's how fascinated people were about her so um let's see rick linkletter could not have better cast the role of the wallflower social butterfly arm candy michelle who was really only um heard during the film when she sung yeah because she didn't say anything at all hi mr a even when like she was sitting behind him that she was smoking a joint but she didn't sing she didn't say anything just during that one scene. Um, so yeah, let's see the soundtrack. All right. Which we're going to go over in a little bit. Um, Dazed and Confused soundtrack was a multi-volume volume 
album and included some of the best American pop and rock songs from the 70s. Um, one group that is referred to within the script um, is Led Zeppelin, the title of the film being taken from their song of the same name. Um, Rich Linkletter attempted to score the rights of the song Rock and Roll and used within the film, but he could never get the nod of approval from Robert Plant. He wasn't having it. Um, Jimmy Page said yes, but Plant said no. Ten years later, when Linkletter was directing School of Rock, he offered Jack Black lead chorus of Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song and finally received permission from Robert Plant and Jimmy Page to use the music in the film. Um, and it said that um, also it was like extremely, they, he used money to get the rights to all of these songs to be played. Um, in the movie. Um, I don't know if it's going to be on this dumb website. I wish I could get to that other one. I just wasn't going to pay for it. You guys, sorry. So um, the kiss, kiss statues. Oh, hearing sweet emotion and watching the judge um, roll through the parking lot right at the beginning of the movie. I know <clears throat> all of the music. I was just like, oh my gosh. And there's so much to see that's going on. Um, <clears throat> at the schools. So um, the KISS statues, um, there's a two. The original Dazed and Confused script, there is an entire subplot involving the bicentennial soldier statues stolen and painted in the likeness of Gene Simmons. Um, cut scenes featured the statues being stolen, Michelle painting the faces, um, the statues on display at several locations, and it being apprehended by police at the night of um, the close. It didn't work for pacing, and most of the scenes, let's see, were cut. However, the statue went on to enjoy another life and was, according to lore, um, acquired by Gene Simmons, for a short while before he auctioned it at the Kiss Memorabilia site. Um, and what else did I read about that too? That, um, gosh darn it, um, there was something else about it. Hopefully it's in another one of these questions. Um, but yeah, he bought it and then sold it. Um, but if somebody else has any other uh, information about it, put it in the chat. Okay. Um, another, okay, we got a couple more minutes. Let's get it on. It says Adam Goldberg had worked in a couple featured films before auditioning for Dazed and Confused. Um, but CNC offered a role that he wanted desperately. Um, he was so intrigued at the thought of getting to mix it up with Nikki Cat's character that his audition preparation was comparable to his film performance. The footage is available on YouTube, complete with the reactions of the crew. Obvious that he was um, beloved by the producers and director Rich Linkletter from the get-go. Goldberg's um, portrayal of the character Mike Newhouse is iconic, and the fight between he and Nikki Cat during the party at the Moon Tower serves as one of the most authentic moments in the entire film. It's, he says it's hilarious and gut-wrenching. Hi, humble dog. Good to see ya. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I was like, I kind of thought he was going to 
because he kind of was pumping himself up in the, in the in the woods to go jump that guy. But I don't know. Let's see. Um, this next fact it says Wiley Wiggins was another cinema cinema cinematic rookie in Dazed and Confused. Um, he was the long haired. Um, uh, freshman, which it, oh, Mitch, 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 and um, the younger actor didn't think he could score the role of Mitch Kramer, but Mitch played baseball. Wiley had never thrown a baseball in his life. How's that possible? One could only um, speculate, but it's true. Rich Linklater encouraged him to stay in the mix, explaining that um, they could fake the baseball scenes with a stunt thrower. When it came to the baseball scenes, they filmed, they filmed in a way it looked like Wiley was pitching great pitches. Um, yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> um, in reality, they filmed Wiley winding up and delivering and then cut to the toss of the actual pitch that hits close to the strike zone. Um, ultimately, it fooled all of us. But now, if you look closely, you can figure it out. Um, let's see. Oh, also, um, this little Wiley guy, he had, um, like, he touches his nose, if you notice. Um, Wiley Wiggins may have unintentionally started a trend with his performance in Dazed and Confused. Um, everyone has a nervous tick, it says. In the world of acting, they call them actor habits. Um, it says for Kristen Stewart, it's a lip bite. For Wiley Wiggins, it was all about his nose. Every time Wiley's character Mitch Kramer experienced some nerves or some embarrassment or some confusion or flattery, he grabbed the bridge of his nose. He does this 40 plus times throughout the film and seven times in the scene when he's talking to his classmate Sabrina at the Emporium. Um, here's the thing. People started doing this as um, a party joke. <laughs> oh. Okay, so let's see. Um, touched his nose and brushed his hair constantly. I know that long hair and it went behind his ears. I totally remember those days in high school when the guys had long hair. And well, growing up in California too, it was like the beach guys. You know, they always had long hair. Um, but um, you know who I couldn't figure out? Um, hi, Audie, the football player in the uh, overalls. Um, gosh, let me see if I can find, um, I couldn't figure him who he, who he is. Like what else has he been in? Cause he's looked so from, cause they're so young in the movie. Um, the one, he's the football player and, uh, the overalls. Let me see if I have the cast. Um, I could not figure out who the heck he was. And I'm like, gosh, he looks so familiar. Um, uh, let's say nervous titches. Oh, the corporal punishment. Um, if you notice, I'll do this last one and then we'll start with, the, um, from the movie throughout the film, the soon to be senior boys drive around looking for incoming freshmen in order to give them licks. Alex, if you weren't raised in the South or in the age of um, corporal punishment, um, was a street way of saying spanking. Um, all of the paddles used in Dazed and Confused were customized by the actors. Um, 
as they would see fit for their character. Um, this was a stroke of genius for Rich, Richard Linkletter. Um, Ladder, excuse me, making the process a true art, um, artistic collaboration between the writer, director, and actors. The paddles are on display more than once in the film and can be seen in various um, phrases, words, pictures, signatures, and likes. Perhaps the best and most comical is Ben Affleck's character's O'Brien's that says, um, reading, it says Fa Q, and it's um, capital letters F A H, um, and then Q, the letter Q. Um, and it says it's classic. Um, yeah. And like I was saying that other website that had all that good information and wanted me to pay for it. If I would have known, I would have copied and pasted it so I could read it. Um, they, they were saying like every single, you have to look at it, but like they did the, every actor painted it themselves. And it went into more de descriptions about um, Ben Affleck's character. And I was like, I hate him even more. I don't like this guy because man, they totally beat the crap on the, well, at least they hit him on the butt, but still these little freshmen were little. Oh my gosh. Did you, hasn't, did anybody grow up with that? I got to make a call. Oh, okay. Thanks, Mike. I go, oh, you did, Yancy? Um, Yeah. And I remember when they, when you see it at the beginning of the film and the guy is making the paddles and he's, and he's drilling the holes in them. Um, I, well, the guy, the shop at, at our high school, uh, mind you, this was, you know, it, that the, it was filmed in 1976. I went, to high school in the 80s so there was a little bit of difference the only person who had a paddle was the shop teacher and he was the only one who could paddle people and his and his paddle they would make them with the holes in them why because it hurts it hurts more when it hits you you get more welts on your butt i would yeah so at the beginning that's what it reminded me of that shop teacher at west Gavina high school oh so it's you get more of a whack Oh, that's terrible. You poor guys, you poor guys in your butts. Holy moly. All the girls got were mustard and ketchup all over <laughs> mustard, ketchup and flour. And what did I, what was Parker Posey telling her? Air raid, air raid, air raid. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to start with um, the first song um, in the movie um and it is sweet emotions and it, and it's is playing at the beginning of the movie um everyone is getting out of school and you see mila rolling a joint in the car so there's a whole lot of pot smoking and drinking and stuff so if just deal with it here we go sweet emotion Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, and Randall had an El Camino as well. Thank you. Bam, bam. It's a lot of cool cars in the movie. All right, so moving on to the next song um, is when uh, all the kids are leaving happily um, for summer, and it is Schools Out by Alice Cooper. Let's see. The fact about that saying, all right, all right, all right. Um, the character Wooderson wasn't even supposed to be in the scene, but the <clears throat> rich Richard Linkladder felt um, he would be the top notch on a Friday night. The two talked. Matt hopped into a sweet Chevy Chevelle Super Sport, wallowed in the world of Wooderson, um, then cruised the top notch drive through and channeled what he says was the inspiration um, of Jim Morrison from a live recording of The Doors. Um, as he was trolling for chicks, <laughs> trolling for chicks, he came to the conclusion that he had three of four things he was interested in, his car, his weed, and rockin', rockin' tunes. He offered a quality airtight for each of the three he had while looking um, for the fourth, a hot chick. So that is where all right, all right, all right came from. And now he's known for that. So Kind of cool. So um, the next song is Jim Dandy by the Black Oak Arkansas. 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 And this um, is in the scene of the movie where the car chases between Benny um, O'Banion and Carl Mitch and 
Hirschfield, Hirschfielder, um, Meathead Jock Benny blasts in his truck. I think that's who the guy in the overalls, Benny. I could be wrong. Um, his truck as he and his buddies chase down freshmen during the film's hazing section. So here we go. Here's the car scene. And the little freshmen are in the car trying to get away. All right, Lizzie, thank you. Fanny owns the black track. Thank you, Bam Bam. Is that the guy in the overalls? Oh, oh, Don. Thank, thank you. So moving on to the next scene um, in the movie um, is Why Can't We Be Friends by War. And uh, that song, let me get this to turn off. <laughs> Why Can't We Be Friends by War. And that was the senior girls initiating the freshman girls with um, the mustard and the ketchup and the flowers and the air drill or air air raid what was that was what she kept saying um so why can't we be friends By the way, I just got a message from BP, and he says, Days and Confused is on CMBT this Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So you can watch it for free. Thank you, Yancey. Thank you, Oz. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? 
right, we're going to move on to the next scene in the movie. And um, by the way, that was war. Why can't we be friends? Um, the next one is um, Alice Cooper, No More Mr. Nice Guy. And it was when Mitch, poor little Mitch, finally gets captured and um, paddled the crap out of by a... By a, a Oban Obanian? Is that how you say his name? Ben Affleck, that jerk. Yeah, he was a big bully. And that was another yeah, part of the thing. Like he kept flunking to be seen like flunking his senior grade so he could stay and be like the king of the seniors and just be a big jerk head. Anyway, here's no more Mr. Nice Guy, Alice Cooper. music i should say um is um the song hurricane by bob dylan and it is when wooderson pink and mitch arrive at the emporium and for those of you who haven't seen the emporium it is like a big hangout place where they play pool and games and and just hang out so anyway um here is hurricane bob dylan Thank you. Appreciate you. I'm doing well. I hope that you are well. Thank you, Bam Bam. I am actually from Colorado, United States. I don't George. Champion of the world. 
<clears throat> and um, remember, today's only part one of Dazed and Confused Music. Next Wednesday, it'll continue. Um, Bob Dylan with Hurricanes. Um, the next scene with music in it, let me turn this down, is going to be the song Love Hurts by Nazareth. Um, the scene, uh, the junior high party before Carl and Tommy and Hirschfield um, leave. The other big makeout song um, this time from the junior high dance um, where Hirsch, Hirschfield, and that's Jeremy Fox, is stopped from getting there by Carl, Epstein, Paul, and Tommy, Mark, Vanderbilt. And they all end up leaving. So here's a song. Um, Love Hurts. <clears throat> I know, there was like this little makeout room. At <laughs> the junior high dance, it was funny. We we had the dances, but we never had were allowed to have a makeout room. Uh-uh, man. If you even made out on the dance floor, they'd come up and What are you doing? Knock it off. <laughs> Welcome back, Mike. Oh, 
All right, so that is Love Hurts by Nazareth. The next um, scene with music is the song Paranoid by Black Sabbath, and that is when O'Banion, oh, Ben Affleck, and Benny chase down Hirsch Fielder, and um, he gets paddled. So here we go. There's a lot of car racing in this. <laughs> Chasing, I should say. time I saw it was um yesterday Oz uh and I would definitely watch it again it is it's about high school but the music is what's really good it's good and to see all the different actors and actresses Okay, so that is Black Sabbath with Paranoid. Um, the next music scene in the movie um, is the song Highway Star by Deep Purple. And um, that song is played when Pink, Dawn, and Benny are driving over to the middle school to confront um, the kids there, and they call out Mitch. Um, plays, um, let's see, and it plays briefly again when the trio parks in the park lot before Benny turns off the car. Um, so Mitch's sister actually tells these senior guys to go easy on her freshman brother. And that even makes them go after him even more. So, um, and one, and that's Mitch. So that's why throughout the whole movie, you see them really trying to go after Mitch is because his sister's like, be easy on my brother. He's so little. And then, and then they just go and beat the crap out of him. So <laughs> with that, I shouldn't say beat the crap out of him. They paddle him on his butt. So here we go. How we start deeper full. We just played this yesterday, or I believe it was yesterday, on Monday.
versions of these songs and they're still long. <laughs> I'm good. Welcome, Curio. Is D purple highway stop? Hi, Miss D Mac. How are you? All right, so the next uh scene in the movie that has um music to it, um, the song is Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. Um, and during the scene, let me turn that off so you can hear me. Um, it says, um, Ted Nugent's Stranglehold, it was played two different types, times in the movie, um, once in Pitchford's bedroom and again at the Beer Bash, um, right before Newhouse takes his ill-advised swing at the dominant name, <laughs> the dominant male monkey motherfucker Clint. I love it. Sorry, guys. That's I didn't write that. I didn't write that, but it's perfect. All right. Before Newhouse takes his ill-advised swing as a dominant male money monkey motherfucker, Clint, and that is played. Clint was played by Nikki Cat. So um, here is Ted Nugent Stranglehold. And he's psyching himself up there out in the woods like he's so pissed off. And you know that he's going to do something. You know that he's going to try to swing at this guy. And he does. Thank you. 
again, if you haven't seen this movie and you're um, here in the States, uh, thank you, BP, for letting um, us know you can see it, Dazed and Confused, um, this Sunday, 4.30 Eastern Time on CMT. Oh, thank you, Mike. Welcome, SBTDCQDZ. Welcome. doing well. I hope that you are well. All right. So that was Stranglehold, Ted Nugent. Um, the next scene that we have with um, some music in it is going to be, do you feel, do you feel like we do? By Peter Frampton. Um, this is also in the film twice. Um, Peter Frampton's Do You Feel Like We Do um, appears in once, well, in Pink's car and another time at the beer bash um, out at the uh, water. What is it called? The water, water tower, water tower. Yeah, I believe that's it. Um, so here we go. Do you feel like we do? Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton. My goodness. Holy moly. Sounds like I've been smoking some pot. It must be from the movie. I don't know. Here we go. 
I'll be calling corn if I don't hear by um, 1230 ish. If I haven't heard back from him, I'm going to give him a little ring a ding ding. So the next um, scene with music in it is going to be um, shows they play Paranoid again, which we've already played, um, is Lowrider by War. Um, and this is I'm playing during where Wooderson and Pink pick up Mitch um, while Tony whistles this song from Mike, uh, while Mike talks about what he wants to do with his life. So Wooderson and Pink pick up the freshman to go hang out for the evening um, after he got paddled, you know. Um, Mitch was the uh, football player who um, also, he he was kind of the good guy and he didn't want to sign his contract that the coaches wanted him to sign. So anyway, they pick him up and this song is playing Lowrider by War. Welcome back, Lizzie. You're so welcome. Oh, good. You gave me the perfect time. <laughs>
Thank you, Oz. That's playing. I'm going to tell you guys a little fact here. Um, it said, you know, the knowing that the music was a vital part to the film, Rich Linkletter spent a whopping one sixth of the six point nine million budget um, securing the necessary music rights to be able to um, have it in the film. So, yeah, crazy. All right, so the next scene we have um, from the, the movie um, in the song is I Just Want to Make Love to You by Foghat. Um, this is the scene Don criticizes Slater for his phrase, check you later, which is previously said to be uh, to a girl driving past them. So um, here you go. Uh, I Just Want to Make Love to You, Foghat. Hey, Herbert. Good to see you. my friends see you later thank you for coming in i appreciate you Thank you, Yancy. Chill, Dada. How are you? 
I hope you're good. So that was um, a fog hat. I just want to make love to you. <laughs> All right. So the last song that I have today um, from the movie um, is Tush by ZZ Top. And that is be played when Mitch um, plays mailbox baseball with Pitchford, Pitchford um, Slater, Dawn, and Pink and smokes marijuana for the first time. So yeah, they go around picking up trash cans and breaking people's mailboxes. So here it is. Tush, it's easy talk. Bubble-headed butt cheeks. Thank you, Bam Bam. Oh God, <laughs> I'm scared. Do I need to go to the doctors now? God. Um, all right. So again, that was just part one of um, the soundtrack for uh, uh, Dazed and Confused. Woo. Uh, so I will play the rest part two on next uh, Wednesday. If there is, I have some movies that people have been telling me that I have listed, but if you'd like me to Hi, Billy D. Um, of course, we're doing a soundtracks to movies with music. So if you have one that you'd like me to play, um, let me know and I will look into it and do that. But next week, that'll be that. Um, Friday will be dance music. And we're also going to do a little celebration for my Aaron's um, birthday, which is on Sunday. So he'll come in and do his sports and uh, we'll do a little happy birthday for him. But until then, um, wow, it's a little bit early, but 
Um, I'm going to, oh, you know what? I'll tell you real quick before I leave. I know that, um, oh, what is that donut place now that always changes it? Don't Krispy Kreme always has donuts, new donuts all the time. I don't go there. I don't do donuts. So you don't really do them that often, but they have, um, this, this is the perfect summer bite. Um, it starts, let's see, Friday, September 1st through Monday, September 4th, you can get what is called a strawberry glazed donuts. It's for Labor Day weekend. Um, strawberry glazed donuts, if you're into that. And then I guess they are doing something with uh justin bieber's wife she has a cosmetic line and so they're doing some strawberry glazed lip treatment i have no idea but it has to do with krispy kreme give me a break i don't <laughs> i just think that's weird it's all in there but if you're into that go for it go get your strawberry lip bomb and your strawberry donuts and eat them all up there you go makeup with lip yeah i don't know i guess people are into that okay so i'm gonna just get i'm gonna leave you guys like i always leave you and then we'll be back here on um friday that's sad <laughs> um, yeah somebody is going to uh Strawberry glaze, Justin Bieber's wife. <laughs> Start the rumor, Billy D. Be <laughs> the reason somebody smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. I know. Isn't that funny? Because that's what you heard. And that's how, that's how rumors start. That's how rumors start when people see her like, ah, yes, strawberry, um, somebody is going to strawberry glaze Justin Bieber's wife. That is exactly what's going to happen. All right, you guys, I love you guys and appreciate you guys so very much. Have a good rest of your day. Be safe out there. Like I said, um, we have that material work coming out here. that somebody was just crossing the street and got killed. So you have to really watch your back and watch each other's backs. Just be very careful out there. Have a good rest of your day. Love you. Bye.